Welcome to The Time Is Now. I am your host, Michael Stafford. It is Tuesday, October the 4th. All right, all right, let's get it. The Lakers preseason just begun after 20 seasons. Is this it for LeBron? The MLB wildcard series starts this weekend, but first, week four in the NFL. We got my boy Tony back again to talk about it. So sit back, relax, and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back, everyone, to The Time Is Now. I am back with your boy, Tony. What's up, Tony? Welcome back into the building. What's up, Mike? How's everything? Everything is great, man. Um, it's good to have you back on. Um, you know, week week four in the NFL, we could, we could start so many different things. We could talk about Dallas, how they're 3-1. and one. No one saw that coming after losing Dak Prescott in, in their first game of the season and, and Cooper Rush being 4-0 as a starter, having some quarterback controversies. We can talk about how Seattle, looked like, or, or, or what's his name uh, from Seattle, uh, uh, um, uh, Geno Smith is looking like a better Russell Wilson in Seattle beating down Detroit. We can talk about so many different storylines. We can talk about Tua. We will talk about Tua a little bit later, but first, we have to start off with my Raiders beating your ponies in Vegas 32 to 23 is like I caught it I said Russell Wilson is going to have his best game of the season and yet they were still losing the Raiders will have their first victory this past Sunday 32 to 23 how do you feel about that game sir well I'd actually from the beginning of the season they're in Vegas remember I had them going three and one they're two and two the only game I got wrong so far was that Seattle one, trap game. You're obviously going to have one in the season. They got it right off the jump. But as far as the game itself, got to give a lot of credit to the Raiders. They finally went ahead and went to an identity that pretty much they had like a crisis. All they wanted to do was pass the ball. They finally went to Jacobs and just run, 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 run. Um, let me give you an interesting stat about that game. Uh, off the top of my head, the Raiders, I believe, ran 72 offensive plays to the Broncos 48. There's no way you're going to win a game that way. You're going to lose every time on time of possession and plays. That defense was gassed already in the fourth quarter. So, of course, they couldn't get that um, stop. And that allowed the Raiders to go and score that touchdown and put it out of hand. So credit to the Raiders there. Yeah, man. I mean, and, and, and I mean, Raiders had a really good second quarter, uh, scoring 16, and then they finished it off in the second half, um, outscoring you guys 13 to seven. That last score shouldn't even count by Denver. That was pity points. At the end of the day, um, Russell Wilson got three total touchdowns, 237 yards in the air. 
and another 29 yards on the ground, averaging 7.3 yards a carry. Beast mode. Only bad thing that happened in that game, you lost your, your top running back for the season, and then your other running back, Melvin Gordon, is a fumble lion queen. Just ridiculous. So, um, rest of Javante Williams, hopefully you do better. Come back next season strong as he tore an ACL to lead that game. But you got what you got? Here's your guy named Mike Boone. You, what you expect out of Mike Boone going forward? I think Mike Boone should be the starter over Melvin Gordon. Gordon has fumbled five times this season. Wow. Uh, there was in four some weeks. in four weeks. So, and then last year, obviously, he fumbled against, uh, I believe it was the Dolphins. He fumbled in so many games and so many crucial situations that swung. Actually, the Kansas City one was the biggest one. I don't, I don't know if you remember that. They were driving, they're about to score. I believe they were like at the seven yard line. And Kansas City linebacker just lit him up, fumbled, touchdown. What happened this week? Fumbled, touchdown. The guy just cannot hold on to the ball. So you have to go with Boone. They just signed Murray off the Saints practice squad. I believe he had like 52 yards in the last game they uh, played in. And you will have him as a backup. And there's no way you got to let Gordon touch that ball whatsoever. He's just going to keep fumbling. He's in his own head already. Yeah, man. Um, I feel bad because um, for Gordon, because Gordon used to be a really good back like two seasons ago, maybe three. Not that long ago, he was pretty dominant, at least in fantasy numbers wise. Um, it's pretty good. But then to see what happened to him. But that was all sparked by Judy. Judy started to feel himself, trying to call out a meek Roberson. And um, and Roberson went off after that. If you remember after he said, oh, you're too small. Yeah. Roberson went beast mode the rest of the game and got that fumble recovery, ran it back. He was determined to get the touchdown on that one. That was the difference of the game. That was the yeah, difference of true. the game. But you have to give the Raiders defense credit. There was one thing that I saw right off that first quarter. They came out and they were hitting. They took it as a rivalry game. Yeah. The Broncos did not. The Broncos came out really, really soft. And I'm calling them soft. And I'll continue calling them soft. Because there's <laughs> no way you allow the Raiders to run the ball down your throat. For I think Jacobs had 144 yards. If 144 I yards rushing. Yep. Yeah, 144 yards rushing. When last week, you completely shut down the 49ers yep. for 88 total yards. And they had one long scamper for 47. And you're going to tell me that the Raiders have a better running game than the 49ers? No. That just comes down to coaching and identity. The Broncos have a major identity crisis. They don't know if they want to run the ball. They don't know if they want to pass the ball. Well, they're about to start passing the ball a lot with Russell Wilson. And now he has to make that contract. He has to live up to it at this point. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you bring up the same thing you said last time you were on the show a couple of weeks ago is that you say Denver doesn't have an identity. And that funny thing is you started off the show talking about the Raiders finding their identity finally. They should be a, a ground and pound. They should have a more balanced offense because Derek Carr is not that guy. He needs to be a game manager, just like they're doing down in Dallas and other places like a town in Tannehill. All these different guys are game managers. He's not a guy. So he's, he's not Aaron Rodgers. When you, If you watch the Green Bay Packers game, and the Raiders game, you see where Aaron Rodgers is just laying the ball perfectly, like a, like like perfect perfect passes. And a lot of these guys can't even hold on to him. But Look. the car can't even get the ball to Adams. Adams gets targeted more than anyone else on the team by far. Yes, he got a hundred one yards. That's great. Over what? Well, well, he had thirteen targets. He caught nine of them. Now, mind you, this if this was back in Green Bay, he would probably have fifteen targets and catch fourteen of them. Okay. And that's the difference. And a couple of touchdowns. He's not going to get that here. And I told all the 
fantasy guys that Vontae Adams is going to have a decent year, but it'll be his worst season since his rookie season. Yes, he's getting the yards. Is he getting the touchdowns? He, he had zero touchdowns. Carr had zero touchdown passes for the day. He got no interceptions, but he got no touchdowns either. He, he got but less than 200 yards passing. That, that, that's that. what hurts him the most is the turnovers. If you go back to your guys' games, um, was it the first game of the season against yeah. the Chargers? You guys were within that one possession. And I believe he threw an interception somewhere there that was really costly. It's all about turnovers for him. If he can play a clean game, he'll keep the Raiders in it. And they can sneak a game here and there, win a couple more. I think they're actually much better than their record. I know a lot of people well, are giving yeah. them the fact. You know, 0 and 3, 0 and 3. No, they're a dangerous team because yeah. they're playing with their backs against the wall. Denver, unfortunately, is too relaxed. That coaching staff is way too relaxed. Did you see any urgency in the game? I don't think you're critical because it's your team. No, no, no. It's, look, break it down. If you really look at it, tell me one good thing that the Broncos do right now. I'll wait. Um, they had a, they had a decent running Decisive. game. So Melvin kept kept doing, and their defense was pretty solid. So Tan looked pretty defense. good. I, I'm talking about the their offensive side. My, my also, what, no, no. Well, well, um, um, not Judy. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Cortland Sutton. Sutton. Sutton looks yeah. like he, he's a bright spot. Wilson Wilson's going to do a good thing, and, and then your tight end's not bad. You guys have you got you guys have. This is the thing. Your quarterback is better than our quarterback. Let's call it like it is. When you look down that, when you look down the AFC. There's only seven teams that get in. You trying to tell me that Russell Wilson right. can be a top seven quarterback in, in the AFC? I think he is. No, I I still think they, they're going to sneak into the playoffs. Right. I That's all that matters. Gonna, I just think they're going to struggle. Uh, before I had him going 12 and 5, obviously 11 and 6 with that Seattle loss. Yeah. But the way this coaching staff has, yeah. you know, managed the games, yeah. I have to take another game away. And I'm looking at 10 and 7 now. And 10 and 7 may not get you in. You in. May not get you exactly in. Not in the because, AFC. Look, because look it, at Miami. Really look, just break down the schedule. And I know if we go through the AFC West again, I had the Chiefs missing it. But there, there's, <laughs> how's that looking, brother? How's that looking? Because yeah, well, <laughs> I, I thought Tampa Bay was going to put up a fight and keep them at two and two. But Bro. Tampa Bay just got steamrolled yesterday. Bro. And you got to give it to the Chiefs. Yes. Right? You got to give it to them. But so now let's go back to the playoff picture in general. You have all these teams that are in two and two, including the Broncos. This Thursday's game is actually really, really critical for them because if they lose at home against the Colts, start writing them off because that fan base is going to jump all over Nathaniel Hackett. I could already hear it. Fan base is already upset over the Gordon situation. Why were they even playing him? He has fumbled way too much. At this I will, point, I mean, I like him as a running back. The dude can still run. He just can't hold on to the ball. You got to have him run out of bounds. You can't have him running through the through the numbers. You can't, you can't have him drive right up the middle. Do some do some do some plays. You get him doing some screens or something like that. But when, that's interesting. You talk about the Colts this Thursday. I can't see the Colts beating them. They don't score enough points, and 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 um, and they give up too many points. The Colts defense isn't that great. But one thing I could say is if Josh Jacobs was able to beat you down and get 175 all-purpose yards, what do you think John Taylor's going to do? Ding, ding, ding. That's exactly what I meant. So the defense has to come through. The defense completely got manhandled up front by the Raiders. Yep. They really didn't get a pass rush on Carr. And they were too scared to do any stunts because of the run game. So since the run game was so successful early, they went away from stunts and any blitz. 
So but they they have to play more aggressive. They don't have to respect. Period. They don't have to respect their wide receivers though from Indianapolis because they're not that good. You're not gonna you're not gonna have a. There's no Waller over there. There, there there's there's no Devontae Adams over there. I they're, still they're, have the Broncos winning the game. Yeah, let's so I'm not worried about now, it. Now, now let's talk hypothetical. Say if they lose, does Denver go in panic mode? Yes. No, you. No, exactly. only the fans. No, only no. the fans. Only the fans. But I do believe because obviously I watch the games and I see how they play. Now, I'll give it to Russell Wilson and the coaching staff. Obviously, new offense for Russell. It's going to take him some time to kind of get used to it. It's like, it's like he's already getting the, the gel in there. Like, everyone's but, noticing this. That's why I said it's his best game so far. But <laughs> but why is it his best game? He It's because Russ is Russ. Because it's four weeks in. Yeah. He has to move out of the pocket. He yes. is not a pocket passer. And Hackett has him in the pocket thinking he has Aaron Rodgers still. But you saw, but he now you not. see Russell Wilson doing his own thing. He's like, I'm going to play my way. He, he's, he started that. You saw that. Like, those moves, that was him scrambling, extending plays. That was not Correct. part of the play. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't Correct. have a problem with it, dude. I, I honestly believe. I still, I have not wavered that I have the Broncos in the AFC Championship. And depending how that goes, but I, I said they're going to win the Super Bowl. Let me back off of that a little bit. Yeah. But I still have them in the AFC Championship game. I am not wavering from that. There's a scary game in there that I'm going to talk about early. And I had them winning in London against the Jaguars. Yeah. That's a toss-up game now. You're tossing that one up because the Jaguars actually looks much better. Yeah, one two week and two. They could be bad. And one week they look good. So you don't know what version you're going to line up against there. Yeah. So that might be another game they might drop. And now it comes down to the defense, but that's yes, what I'm saying. But the eight, de- ten and seven. But the, the Broncos have a good defense. Broncos defense. Oh, that's, cool. see, that's the thing. See, that's another thing was, too. Top seven so, teams. Oh, hold on, look, real quick. The top seven teams pretty much get in right to the to, to the playoffs. I'm willing to believe that the Broncos have a top seven quarterback and a top seven defense in the AFC. And if you have those things, I don't see unless if you're healthy, I don't see why the Broncos won't make it to the playoffs. And and maybe they don't win the division because you have you still have the Chiefs and the Chargers still look pretty damn good. But they're gonna get into the playoffs. And if they get into the playoffs, any in, all bets are off because that team defense defense now Javante losing Javante Williams for the season changes things dramatically because yeah. in late in the season running the ball in defense helps you. Now you have the Melvin Gordon and, and Boone. Ah. That, I you think know. you're gonna. You, I, I'm not saying. I mean, my preference would be not to give the ball to Gordon because of the track record over the last you, three you, years. You have, to, you have to. Play you have to play him. You have to play him. They have to. They have. They have no other choice. You have no He's choice. actually really good in a pass coverage. Um, yes. When they're passing, he can block. Yes. He yes. can pick up the blitzes. But other than that, yes. he's just the guy can run. It's just the fumbling issues. Just turn the games over and he loses them for you. Unfortunately. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll see what happens on Thursday, but Thursday I believe is going to be a much bigger game than people think for for the Broncos there. For they Broncos fans, but that, no, no one's really watching that. Well, they're going to have to because it's going to be on Prime. But it's, um, on, it's, it's prime on Prime, time. so they, yeah, they're going to okay. watch it. Okay, so la- last point I'll make about it, right? Yep. So the Broncos have been on Prime Time uh, two weeks, and this is going to be their third week on Prime Time. Yeah. Tell me how it's looked. You as not being a Bronco fan, watching the Seattle game. And, and watching the Broncos. Against, but how did they look? They they, they look discombobulated. They, they seem like they have poor, especially game one. Oh my god, they, they yeah. had poor clock management. It just looked like they were just not on the same page. But that's expected. I'm not worried they, about that. So I'm not we'll worried see about by it. week eight nine if they can fix it. 
if it's if they don't get those fixed and they don't basically figure out what their identity is going to be uh they're going to be in trouble they're fine because like, it's all about the schedule like you see they got in, in the first the schedule soft yeah, and the, the fact the fact off. they lost two games is like shocking. But the one game they lost, the one game that's honorable that they lost was the Raiders. But they lost Week One because of stupid mistakes and, and clock management. And that, that's all that is. But by the time they get it together, they'll start getting to the bulk of their schedule: the Chargers and, and the Chiefs and stuff like that. And I think they'll be fine. Honestly, dude, I think they'll be fine. So moving on, we can talk about our teams all day: the Raiders and the Broncos. I got bets out there. I said the Raiders won't win more than eight games. That's my team. I bet against them. Yes, I did. I also said that um, no one actually bet me on the Broncos. So that's fun. Um, the other bet I have is that the 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 Cowboys would not win their division. Let's go into the Cowboys right now. Uh, I made that bet before the season started. And guess what? Week one, Dak Prescott went down with a big-time injury out for four to six weeks. Since then, Cooper rushed to the rescue. Red, another red rocket come in there, and he has yes, not sir. lost a game. Yes, their their schedule has not been stout, but damn it, they are three and zero under Cooper Rush, three and one for the season, beating the Commanders, the worst name in football, twenty five to ten. When you watched that game this weekend, what? what wait, first of all, did, did you see this happening? That that these guys are still be tied? No, or second place in the division, one of the top teams in the NFC right now? No, no, I I thought they were gonna pack it up and pretty much lose the next three games, four games till Dak got back. But hey, yeah. credit to the Cowboys. They've actually stepped up. That defense has been phenomenal for them. They've played really, really well. But look at the opposition as well. I mean, the commanders really, eh, you already know what's going on there. Uh, but credit to Dallas. They're winning games. It doesn't matter how you win them. As long as you win them, that's all that matters. That is insane. I, I still can't believe it. Um, shoot, who do they play next week? Do you know? I do not have it in front of me. I can but, pull it up. Ain't no thing. Well, so, the, so we try. I'm gonna figure out how long until they get knocked off this pedestal. When will their next loss come from? So we talking about the the Cowboys, the Cowboys. Um, I had it in front of me, but I don't know where it went. Oh, you know what? That's why, because it's supposed to be going into Week Five, right? Yeah, I had Week well, Four they, in front of me. So, yeah. So they have the Rams coming up next. Oh uh, well, and the Rams just had an embarrassing loss on, on Monday night. LA. Yeah, Rams gonna win that game. And yep. it, it, this is Cowboys' second home is in yeah. LA. But Rams winning that game. <laughs> Rams, but well, you know what? That, that's not a guarantee. Well, well, hold, that hold defense on. in Dallas is pretty hold damn good, to, and and, and yes, that's what stopped. That's what beat the Rams. Say, yeah, that's what beat the Rams on Monday. Hey, they look. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with the Rams right now, but they do not look right. But their running game is Stafford, not. Akers and Henderson right. is not looking great. They they need Akers yeah, and Henderson to ball out for them to have a chance. And the way yeah, it's looking right look now. Right. You never know. That's a hey. That's a game you're just gonna have to. That's a fifty-fifty toss them up game at this point. Well, what you need, you need the defense. You need the defense from the Rams. That all-pro defense to step up. If they, if that defense comes in and punch them in the mouth to get some turnovers, which they should. Cooper Rush has been doing a good job managing the game. I. That's why I want to go back to the Raiders real quick. Derek Carr is better than Cooper Rush, right? So yes. Derek Carr should be able to do what Cooper Rush does just a little bit better. Because if you yes. say, I'm going to go back to it, the problem with, with the Raiders is they can't score in the red zone. The reason why they won that game, they like, just get a ball to 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 to, uh, to Jacobs. Let's kill it in the red zone. They couldn't score in the red zone because Carr's not that guy. But if he took the Cooper, they took that game plan. It's like, let's going to lean on our defense. We have a stout running game. And let's Carr, like Carr threw the ball 35 times. Reduce that to about 30, 28. You know what I mean, and 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 half those targets go to to Adams, and and you should be good. Do some do some PO in there, 
But anyways, off my Raiders. Back back but, to that. <laughs> back back to the Cowboys. But now back but, to the Cowboys. As far as far as rush, okay, it's three games. You know the NFL is going to adjust by game five, game six. Correct. They got by, tape on them. They're, they're going to have tape on them. So yep. yes, he's catching. He's catching some teams by surprise. Um, let's say they beat the Rams and they they're keeping pace with the that's Eagles, huge, right? They, they they have to keep pace with the Eagles if they want to go ahead and and win that division. The Eagles are good. The yeah. Eagles are damn good. You damn good. I yeah. I don't think they'll get to the Super Bowl, but hey, they might even get better as the season goes on. But injuries, you always have to factor in injuries. It's a long season now with 17 games. It's hard to factor um, that in. Yeah, it's, it's, but it happens. I mean, look at how many teams have had injuries. Cowboys, yeah. you got to give them credit. They had a major injury. In major injury. And still, it's still and, won. And still won. There's some teams that have major injuries and cannot get past that hump. And they just flatten out and get a couple losses. And they hate season's over. So let's so say this. So happens. let's say the Cowboys beat the Rams next week. I the, the media will be intolerable to beat the Super Bowl champs with your backup quarterback and who's undefeated five and zero for his career. For I don't even want to listen. I hope. I hope. Just so I don't have to hear the <laughs> nauseating Rams uh, uh, Cowboys fans get Freudian slip. I, I'm not a Rams fan, but I'm an LA dude. I want them to beat them. I want them to beat them badly. But this this is the thing. Say they win. Guess who they got the week after that? Week six, they got the Eagles <laughs> in Philly. There you go. <laughs> no matter what, they about to get curves. And that's the thing. That's the game. Week six is, is, the, is the week that Dak Prescott is projected to come back. So let's say that they the Rams get beat by the Cowboys. Do you bring Dak back versus the Eagles? <laughs> Actually, I, I don't. I, I rest them as long as I can to make sure he's 100%. There's right. a lot of organizations that rush their – quarterback or just players coming off of injury back. Yeah. Look at Tua. He had no yeah. business being in that game. None. We had no business. And how he got back in that game that where he had the first concussion beats me. Back oh, it's a back we injury. Lower, lower yeah, back. Uh-huh. Lower sure. back uh-huh. injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. We all saw we we knew it was a concussion. Come on. And then now look what happened. I mean, come on. Sometimes you just and they had Teddy Bridgewater. He could just he could get you a game here and there. No, we saw what happened with him in there. Cincinnati's defense was trash, and he, Teddy Bridgewater, yeah. got nothing. They got stomped 27-15. Yeah, but at that point, at that point, you're playing with house money, if you really sit there and think about it. Yeah, and it's Thursday night. It's Thursday night. That's exactly. the main reason I would have sat him. But the, thing, the problem reason why they didn't sit him is because they put him back in that game because they wanted to beat Buffalo. And now because exactly. they played him, they couldn't now go backwards on it. They were just hoping and praying that nothing happened to him again. And guess what? The exact, I mean, I mean, what's the probability that he'll land on the exact same spot? And that's what happened. Well, well, Mike, he's been injury prone. Think about yeah. how many concussions he had in Alabama and now in the pros. Concussions so he, are broken limbs. Didn't he like breaking bones and limbs? I don't remember a bunch so of concussions. He had a, con- uh, he had a concussion in Alabama. Then he had an injury in Alabama that kept him out for some time. Yeah. And then he had an injury in the pros, and now the concussions again. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Tua's a big guy. Look, Russell Wilson's a smaller quarterback, but the guy's built. Yeah, strong dude. Tua's not built that Yeah, he's not built that way. So, look, if they would have lost that game to the Bills and then lost this week, fine, they're 2-2. Two and two. They're not out of it. But now, you already know everyone's going to look at the Dolphins and Tua with a microscope. And if they see Tua playing, what did he do to get in? Yeah. Right? You kind of cost yourself 
more games that way by just trying to win that one game. But I get it. You're trying to make a statement that you beat the Bills. Understandable, but come on. His health is way more important than that one game. I agree. Um, I, I just when you have a rookie head coach like we, we like you should know, um, they're gonna make poor decisions at the end of the day. The thing is, that's crazy about all that. That's the other bet that I have. I have another bet. <laughs> uh, the, the guys are at the barbershop are betting me that that, that was Tua Tungavaloa's last game ever. They think he's gonna retire after that. After that concussion, what do you think? No, I, I don't think he'll retire. I think what's gonna happen? They're gonna hold him out for a couple weeks. Yep, they're gonna have to because. If they rush him back out there, not this week. The following week, like I said, everyone's going to be watching them. I think they're going to have to hold him out at least three weeks before he can come back. Three weeks? So you're saying week seven? Yeah, they're going to have to. There's no way. Look, put yourself in Miami shoes, right? Mm -hmm. They already have a black eye over what happened with their coach. Mm-hmm. where he's suing them over that whole situation. Right. Uh, and then they had the whole thing with Tom Brady and uh, Peyton. Right. And the NFL fined them for tampering. Do you? And now this thing with Tua, do you want this thing to get out of hand? Like nope. to the fan base and everyone else? And then think about other owners are going to look at that. Like, what is Miami doing down there? Yeah. They, they're going to have to sit them for a little bit. I agree. It's, it's good uh-huh. for Tua. And it's good for everyone. There's no way he retires. No way he retires. I agree. It's easy two hundred dollars. It's gonna be the easiest two hundred dollars I've ever made. Um, so two, somebody bet me two hundred dollars that that was his last game. They were arguing with me like the lot, like all the OG barbers and one of these old. I was like, really? I let my guys like Mike don't make the bet. I said, dude, this is the easiest money. And the dude was adamant. Say how much you want to bet? He said, how much you want to put? I said, oh my god, I didn't want to be crazy because it's. I knew there was no chance, but I was going to say $500. I don't want to scare him off. I wanted to make sure he actually bet. So I said, well, about $200. He's okay. I said, mm-hmm. I started grinning. So I got $400 on the books. Raiders, $100, won't, won't win more than eight games. Cowboys won't win a division, um, $100. And it's, that's, I don't see, unless Eagles, something catastrophic happens. And then the other one, 200, Tua is going to play again. Now, it, this is the thing. He didn't even say the season. He said ever. I said, oh, God. <laughs> I said, oh, no. I said, oh. See, the, <laughs> ever. The, only, the only way he doesn't play, if there's something really, really seriously wrong with Which him. Which means too soon to tell. Know. Too soon to yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. It's too soon to, to tell at this point. So uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to come back and play. So week five, the Dolphins go against the Jets in, 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 in the Jets. Now, the Jets are two and two, but I feel like that's a you know divisional matchup. Bridgewater's good enough. They can do a game plan to where he won't mess that one up. And then in week where, six. Where's the game at? It's in, it's in New York. It's in Metal, uh, MetLife. So uh, I, 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 I would still take the Dolphins in that. Yeah, I'm still taking the Dolphins. It's the Jets. I don't yeah, care the Jets just won. I don't care the Jets just came back on. Was it the Browns? The Browns were missing two of their top de- um, defensive ends. Yeah, yeah, of course. Clowney was out. It, was out. was out, yeah. Zach Wilson's going to give you he's going to give you one at least or two there he'll, he'll give you a pick yeah. right he'll give, he's, he's a young guy you know he'll give you some picks and keep, they'll be a close game Dolphins will pull it out Dolphins pull it out then in week six they yeah. play the Minnesota Vikings at home that's the only advantage they have is that they're at home but the Vikings are 3-1 and one so far right now Vikings I, may I, come in there and stomp them I, I've been saying the Vikings for me I think the Vikings are a team that could actually win that division I know everyone's yeah. on Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers no, no Devontae Adams man. But the Vikings at home are actually yep. really dangerous. Yep. And they just need to win a couple games on the road. Um, I, I'm not a big Kirk Cousins fan, but I just think they have they have the weapons. Jefferson is weapon. an outstanding receiver. They have weapons all over Thielen the place. runs routes. Cook is uh-huh. one of the best running backs in the league. 
So and then they they did get the Rams um, offensive coordinator as their head coach. So yep. It's a different system that they're running. It looks yep. like they're clicking. Yep. Um, so we'll see how that goes for them. I agree. I agree. Um, we got to talk about. Um, I, I want to talk about Baltimore Buffalo, but not really. It was to me it wasn't that intriguing. It, it was like ah, we can talk about it, but why waste the time? The big I one. I can tell you why. I can what? tell you why you don't want to talk about it. Why? Because Lamar Jackson didn't give you no points this week. Oh, here, here it is. <laughs> That's here. why. <laughs> That's why. But we'll move on to another game. Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships only to feel as if you got a raw deal? Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this. While you're at work or having dinner or just enjoying life, the people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562-PDA-7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562-732-7888. What can I say? I love PDA. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that was cool. So yes, we're gonna talk about set it off. <laughs> the, the, the fantasy week. We went against each other this week in one of the leagues, and my team is one of the best teams. Your team isn't, and um, you had Justin Herbert, Herbert, whatever, and I have Lamar Jackson, who's actually leading the entire fantasy world in points. And my team did not show up, but if Lamar shows up, gives another forty-plus point game. I win. Oh, no. This week he got sacked so many times. He had to pick. He only gave me 17 points. And I think Justin Herbert gave you like 28 or something like that. And that was virtually the difference in the game. And, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was pretty, pretty much, much it. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and you, you beat me this week. And we, I was looking forward to this matchup when the season started because you started off like trash. And I started off like a world beater. And now I'm sitting here two and two. And I think you're also two and two now, right? Yeah, I'm two and two as well. But Look I had that. a horrible draft. Yeah, man, you're still two and two. That's what I'm saying. Like, this stuff doesn't matter, man. It's like the NFL. Like, the Giants are two and two, but the Giants aren't good. (laughs) But look, there's a lot of two and two. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They're three and one, and they're not good. They're three and one, and they're not good. The Giants. You're used to saying they're not good. That's why. Because they're not good. Look at how how many two and two teams are good. Look at the Browns. The Browns just are two and two, and they don't even have their quarterback. And that, like I told you, Brissett, um, I just don't think he, he's going to get you that many wins. But the overall team itself is, they're stacked. Bro, he comes they're back, stacked. what, week what week 11 or 12? 11 was week? or 12. He'll I come can't in remember. 12. 12, 12, right? Because he got 11 games. So, so if, Jacoby, if Jacoby gives you five wins or six wins, you're good. Yeah, you're good because <laughs> it seems like it seems like all the teams that are 2-2, two and two, yeah, are gonna still battle at the end. I you agree. have so many teams like look, you have the Chargers, the Broncos, um, that just in that division are two and two, and you have the Browns who are two and two, 
Uh, what are the Ravens are two and two right now as well? Yeah. Let, let me look that up. Everything. So many me. teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have so many good teams that are two and two. Yeah. Uh, the Jets are two and two. Crazy. The Chargers two and two. The Broncos two and two. Browns, Ravens, Bengals. That whole division is two and two, except for the Steelers. They're done. The Jags, Titans yeah. two and two. Uh, and then the Colts. That's sneaky. They have that tie. They're one and two and one. That's sneaky. You know that happens almost every year. I think. The, I think that's how the. Uh, the, the 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 Pittsburgh Steelers got in a year or two ago, having that tie. Off the tie, yep. After that tie, right. you know what I mean. So that's sneaky. Then you go down. Let's go to NFC. The Cardinals are two and two. The Rams are two and two. Uh, the Seahawks are two and two. The Niners are two and two. That whole division. That whole division is two, two and two, two, two bro. Right that whole division is two and two. That's crazy. You got like, the Buccaneers that are two and two. Yep, Buccaneers do the Falcons are two and two. That that's that, that's that's Cordell Patterson for you, folks. That's that's, that's Cordell Patterson. Um, and then um, the the fact of the matter is the Lions are one of the top scoring teams in the league, and they're one and three. They're the bottom of the NFC North. It's crazy. They're the they're the highest scoring team in the in in the NFC. They might be the highest scoring team in the league. Let me give me give me hold on. Oh, oh, oh. They are the highest scoring team in the league. <laughs> the Detroit wow. Lions. Of the highest scoring team in the league, and they're one and three. It's because their defense can't stop a running nose. Hey, I just saw something. Did you see the Jaguars have only given up 67 points? I think I did see that. Yeah, it's, see. it's pretty interesting because, look, you have Denver, they gave up 68. 68, yeah. Buffalo, 58. 67, yeah. The, yeah, look at the Jaguars, 67. But the Bills, Bills, 58. Yeah, yeah that's the a big Bills, 58. Um, that defense might be sneaky good for them. Yeah. We'll see as the, the season progresses. I think the Niners giving up the least amount. I think they gave up like what forty six. Yeah, I believe so. Let me let me yeah. go over to that side. So you have the Cowboys sixty two, the Forty ers Yeah, forty six. <laughs> oh wow! That's I just impressive. did the math because I had the old I had the old layout here before the Monday night game. But yeah, yeah, the the, the Niners. And and that's why they're the number one team in the division because. They're um, giving up the least amount of points. Forty-six, pretty impressive. Yep. So they topple the Rams. They're both two and two. They beat the Rams. That's the tiebreaker, and they give up forty-six points. And the Rams are giving up ninety-four. The fact the Rams are ninety-two and two, but they, they scored seventy and gave it up ninety-four. See, these records don't mean everything. Um, I, I got to point another one out that I just saw. So, so Tampa Bay gave up forty-one last night. Yep. Still only gave a 68. Total. Yeah, no, they were the best defense. A, yeah, they were the best defense going into Monday night. They were the best defense. Now the Niners are now the best defense. They were the best defense. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man, it's just that they went against the Chiefs. And you said the Chiefs were going to be the worst team this year. And I laughed at you four or five weeks ago. <laughs> I, look, based on the, the way the division, I still think everyone's going to split. Everyone's I don't gonna think going to go three and three in the division. Nope. I don't think so. Really I, I, okay. I think so, I think I think I think the Chiefs are only going to lose one game in the division to the Chargers. Maybe the Chargers. I think that's the only team that can take a game away from them because Herbert's that good. But Keenan Allen think, being out hurts them. So okay. we got to see how that so, goes. So you don't think Denver can beat them at home, or you don't think Vegas can beat them beat them in Vegas? I think Vegas could beat them in Vegas, but I don't think they will. I think they can see. Possible and probable. People who know me know I lean on that. Uh, it's possible. I don't think it's probable. The way that he's playing right now, 
Carr's not good enough. See, the problem is you got to score. The Broncos can't score enough points, and neither can the Raiders. The Chargers are the only team that can put enough points on the board to, to counteract that. And it shows. They get the, the Raiders actually put enough points this year, for actually. But, um, you know, they actually put no more points this year than the Chargers, but not by much. The, at the end of the day, I don't feel like the, the Raiders should be able to, but Carr in the red zone sucks. If Carr can, if they can figure out a way to score in the red zone, because Carr will get the ball down the field. He's gonna be one of the top. He's gonna be top five in yards. I just but, think that some some pride has to come in, and I just think that the AFC West is gonna split. I, I think most of these teams are gonna go three and three in a division, and that's what's gonna keep it close. And based on the schedule, I mean, I'm still I'm still giving the Chiefs all the credit in the world. They should be able to win a division. That schedule is pretty tough. Yep. There's a couple games in there they they can't lose. Based if they split the division. Now it's a toss-up. The Chargers can even win that division. Well, any anybody except for the Raiders can win that division, especially as it sits right now. The problem is the Raiders' schedule makes it very difficult for them as well. Like we, that's what the reason why I chose the Broncos was the schedule, and that's and the schedule early is helping them. Like they're two and two because the schedule's trash. Like they've been yes, playing so bad. They, I think the first two games of the, they, they averaged sixteen points a game until recently. They were they couldn't put points on the board. Now they are. And their special teams started to pick it up too. I'm telling you, I'm not worried about the the Broncos. Broncos are gonna win 11 plus games this year, doing that getting into the playoffs. And when they get to the playoffs, that defense travels and they can fix their running game. If Melvin Gordon can hold onto the ball, I can see them in the AFC Championship game easily. I don't easily. know about that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll see how it plays out. I'm a we'll little see. higher on your Raiders than you are. Yeah, and I'm higher on your Broncos than you are. Yeah, it just it just. Switch, funny that you way. Know, yeah, it's funny <laughs> that way. <laughs> it's funny that way, man. But um, if I remember correctly, um, the playoffs start pretty soon with with the with baseball. Does it start this week or next week? I don't remember. Uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I think they're going to start next week. I think it's I think next week. Was, yeah, yeah, because I think there was only like six games of uh, as of last week, and I believe the Dodgers play in Colorado, or they have the Rockies here or, or out there. And I think they only had a couple games against them, and then it starts off. Yeah, man. So, right. Next week. but um, We'll get into it, that next week. We'll get into it next we'll week, get into yeah. It. We'll, 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 yeah, right now, baseball is kind of checked out till the playoffs start. Because everything's pretty much it. set. It's just like everybody's yeah. kind of on cruise control to this out. Aaron Judge, um, he just – I don't think – did he Did he just tie Maris? He's not going to – you're not going to pass him, is he? he? Well, he still has the time. I think he has, like, what, four more games left or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he has some time. I, I think he'll pass him. He just all he needs is one, but I just think yeah. people are just gonna pass around him. Just go ahead and just say screw it and just just walk him. That's what that's what they did to Barry Bonds. He still got seventy three. Damn it! As much as I dislike Barry Bonds, I got to give him all the credit in the world. The dude, I I hated him so much. I would boo him at Dodger Stadium every chance I got to. And then once he was out of the league, I missed the guy. Yep. I missed the guy because I yep. hated him so much. Yep. The guy was an awesome baseball player. He's got to give it to the guy. He's box he's, office, he's, man. He's box yeah. office. Dude, the guy would literally get one pitch to hit in a game, and he would put it in the streets pretty yep. much. He would yep. just turn on it and get his home run. Yep. So credit to Barry Bonds as well, man. The dude was a baller. He was Hated a beast. Him. He was a beast, though. And now we could get into a whole discussion of why he should be in the Hall of Fame and why Brett Favre should be removed, but we won't get into that this week. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's a whole soapbox. That's not... That's not what we hear. That's not what the people want. I may, they probably do. They love my soapboxes. I go, I go off, but we're not getting to that today, man. Um, real quick, uh, before we get out of here, tap into some Lakers basketballs. They started their preseason, 
against the Sacramento Queens. Um, actually, as we're recording, the game is afoot as we speak. <laughs> so, um, when you saw the lineup, uh, did you see who the starting lineup was, or do you want me to go over with you? I'll go over it because I, I uh, you couldn't get your hat. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get. I, I got it going like a, like in the second quarter. Oh, so you didn't see it? Didn't, okay. No, I didn't see it. I got. I came to the back into my man cave, and here I am now watching the game. Look there at you I got a man to. cave. I have an office. That's my. It's, it's, it's multi-purpose. <laughs> uh, but I'm in my office door locked. Don't come in here, do anything you want back here. But um, yeah, man. Um, they have they this. They started with Russ. Uh, it's interesting because who's the point? Because you have Russ and you have uh, Ken, Ken um, Nunn. I call him Hologram, who didn't play suit at all last season. So Kendrick Nunn, who's in his last year of his contract, Russell Wills, Russell Westbrook in the last year of his contract, the highest paid player in the team. Um, LeBron James at the three. Uh, Anthony Davis at the four and Damian Jones at the center. Now, I like the lineup, but I'll tell you why I don't. Russ should not start. Russ should play very little minutes with LeBron. Only time Russ should play with LeBron if LeBron's the center. Like it's really like to, to that effect because I don't like using the word gravity, but you can see it easily. The, the Lakers could get no action inside, and your best interior scorer is Anthony Davis. But because Damian Jones can't really shoot from out far outside. It forces AD to play outside. We all, we all know how much I hate AD playing perimeter ball. If you have mm -hmm. Damian Jones in there and Russ, AD has to play 15-plus out. And now your best shooter in the court is Kendrick Nunn and LeBron James? Ew. That's zero spacing. That's not good. That's not good. You're better off with Patrick Beverly starting. And, and I wouldn't even start Kendrick Nunn. I would start the white boy. I would start um, AR-15. I will start but him that goes there. back to my point, shooting. We don't have any shooting. It goes back to that, and that's the issue that I have with Russ. Yeah. Now, obviously, um, the trade with Indiana, that's just too much to give up to get two pieces and Miles Turner and um, Buddy Heald. You don't need the Miles Heald Turner, though. Has, um, but it's it, the money has to work. Yeah, I know, I know. The, the, the money has to work. And the issue that I have with the trade there, that, of course, on paper, it looks great to the Lakers starting five would look much better with Turner, Davis, LeBron, Heald, and none. But the issue that, that a lot of people are not talking about that is that Turner's a free agent after the season. Right. He, he won't come back. Exactly. He wants so you're better money. off just, look, you're better off, like I said, you're either going to pay Russ to go home or make him come off the bench. Yeah, I think make Buddy Hill has two more years in his contract and his contract is bad. It's making like um, 21, 22 million dollars a season. It's not good money yeah. That's for a guy who's one dimensional. He he, he but, does not fit into what the coach wants. He's not going to play defense. So but he gives you the shooting you need. Not as decent enough shooter. Now, so we'll, we'll go with based on what we have. Westbrook should be coming off the bench. Yes. You're not going to pay him to go home, which no. I would like. But no. It's not going to happen. Have him come off the bench, and I actually think. That when you have Westbrook and you just said you don't want to see Westbrook and LeBron together, yeah, would you would you not think that LeBron and Westbrook can play pick and roll together? I think they, when AD's out, when AD's out, well, the reason was for the pick and roll to work, there has to be a threat at both levels. So when you pick, it's like okay, so if you're doing a pick and roll pretty high, we all know that Russ is going to go straight to the basket every time. You know what I mean? The pick and roll will work better with AD because he at least gives you a lob threat. LeBron but, doesn't give you much of a lob threat that low down in the paint at, at his age. But 
if I'm saying with AD out of the lineup. So no, Russ plays well with AD. Russ doesn't play well with LeBron. That's the issue. They're both too ball dominant. And just look at them when Russ is no, off no, the ball. Russ is off the ball. He doesn't he doesn't command any defenders. So people can sag off of him. And it makes it harder for AD to get off. But if, if LeBron's out the game, with if when when AD's in the game, he can't have Russ and LeBron. Let's just put it like let's just keep it let's just keep it plain like that. When AD's in the game, it's gotta be one or the other, not both. And that's where the spacing comes in, because AD needs room to operate. He needs to be a lob threat. He's more effective 15 and in. He's less effective when he's out. And 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 another thing is too, he's your best offensive rebounder. So say you shooting, he's down there. He gets it back, gets the cookies. That's the problem. Your team is more effective offensively and defensively when AD is near the basket. And yeah, and- no, of course. Look, you already know where I stand with AD. AD should be a monster inside. He yeah. has no business being out at the three-point line. We had this conversation. And just because he can hit the shot doesn't mean that's where he should be shooting. Exactly. He should be in the paint, dominating. He should be averaging 27, 28 this season yeah. with 10 boards. Yeah. And he should be shooting 85-plus from the line. He should be. He, he needs to be. If he needs, yeah. if, if AD's not all NBA, the season is not a success. He needs to be, he he needs be, to be top team one or two all day. He, he should, should be. be eating all day long. Yeah. And the only be. reason I, I brought up with LeBron and Westbrook, if they're playing together, doing the pick and roll, just to kind of put the defense at, okay, what do we do here? Does LeBron get an advantage against maybe a smaller player or a bigger player that he can bring out? And now Westbrook can attack the basket. Whereas in like AD, a lot of, uh, obviously the pick and rolls, I deal with them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times he's going to, AD doesn't roll to the basket. He pops out, right, to the three-point line. And the defender stays back and says, shoot. With LeBron, and I'm not saying that they should do this all the time. I'm just saying once in a blue moon, run that for him, is that LeBron can actually roll to the basket, get an and one or get fouled and get to the line. And, and really, these guys got to make their free throw shots. That's the most frustrating thing about the Lakers, period, last year. Was there free throw shooting? That's another thing. For some reason, Westbrook free throws have gone down the last few years. Where he's he had one year he was shooting like eighty percent. He's barely he's lucky if, if he could shoot sixty five percent, sixty six percent. That's why I made that comment online that Russ may need glasses. They laughed at me, but now everybody's revisiting it. Like that might make sense. I went viral for saying it. I said Russ may need glasses. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying to go viral. I was just stating a fact. I said I wear glasses. I said the moment I started wearing glasses when I when I hoop, which was random, like newly, because I, I, I when I started I started wearing glasses when I started bowling. I was getting, man, I got a two over two hundred. I didn't realize I couldn't <laughs> see it that bad. I couldn't see. You know, I wore glasses, but I was like, ah, I'm bowling. I'm taking, I'm taking them off. Oh, I'm paying, I'm hooping. Let me take them off, dude. I, I was I was shooting the basketball, the hoop in the middle. <laughs> Shoot the one in the middle. <laughs> you know, yeah. and as you get older, it, your your eyesight only gets worse. It doesn't get better as you get older. So he could have his eyes could be fading. This dude's in his mid thirties. Why why would they not? Say, so I don't know. I, I really think they and I think they he did get him checked from what I heard. But um, yeah, all he has to do is put some contacts on and he should be fine. There's a plenty of NBA players. I think a third of them wear contacts. So I don't see the big deal why everyone laughed that West Brick needed some glasses. I don't get it. But um, are you watching the game right now? Ah, I'm talking to you, brother. It's on the background. It's preseason. I usually never have it on. You have it on the back. I have it on the it's background. An, it's an interesting five that they came out with in the uh, a young defensive five. in the third quarter. He, yeah, he, yeah. He had Winion Gabriel and he had Damian Jones with Winion Gabriel, which less shooting. But then he brought in to balance it out. He has none in Swider. So um, 
you know, that's your boy. Got Swider out there. So, oh, so you're able to pick it up. You, you can see it now. Or you're just looking yeah. at stats. Okay, cool. Cool. No, cool. no, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. I, I think Swider should, um, I should be able to um, get a spot. No, he's not. Somewhere in that lineup. He's not. I, I, I hope he does. The guy's a shooter. You need to Yeah, I know that, but he's young. He's not going to play defense. And you have too many other players that are under contract. Not going to happen. Yeah, too many. His, where he's at is just too many people, dude. It's, it's not going to happen. Um, Dennis Schroeder's not playing tonight, too. So these guys oh, get an opportunity right. because, yeah, because he's having a visa issue. So yeah. when Schroeder's back, that's a whole other person, a whole other body that's, gonna, that's not going to play. I don't even think Lonnie Walker's playing tonight for whatever reason yeah. like, you know he's gonna play you know he's, he's making like seven million so you gotta look at those things that, that's why russ is starting because he's making 47 million dollars not because of a skill set not because of fit they're like coach we're paying him you figure it out but he You already know what time it is. It's my favorite part of the show. It's the happy birthday. So let's go. Rich homie Quan turns 33 this week. And Michael Carter Williams from the NBA turns 30. Lil Mama turns 33 this week. And Maya, one of my favorite RB singers, Maya turns 43. Derek Rose turns 34 this week. And Amara La Negra turns 32. Susan Sand Susan Sandra Sanderson from Thelma and Louise Sandra Sanderson turns 76 this week. And um from the Titanic, Kate Winsell turns 47. Uh, Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs turns 33 this week, and Russell Simmons turns 65. Jesse Eisenberg from Zombieland turns 39 this week, and Liv Schriever, Ray Donovan himself, turns 55. Neil deGrasse Tyson turns 64 this week, and Brooke Valentine, it's a girl fight, she turns 38. Simon Cowell turns 63 this week, and Nikki Hilton, that's Paris with his little sister, she turns 39. Jacob Williamson from Wild and Out turns 34 this week, and Vladimir Putin turns 70. DDG turns 25 this week, and Mookie Betts turns 30. Tony Braxton turns 55 this week, and Bruno Mars turns 37. Bella Thorne turns 25 this week, and Nick Cannon, man, with all them babies, he turns 42. Brett Favre, Brett Favre. Ooh, Brett Favre, he turns 53 this week, and G Herbo turns 27. Uh, Barbara Palvin, that's from um, that's the model. Barbara Palvin turns 29 this week, and Da Vinci turns 27. Matt Damon turns 52 this week, and Saucy Santana turns 29. The Miz, the Miz turns 42 this week, and Sigourney Weaver turns 73. Gavin Newsom, who's going to be soon to be the president of the United States, Gavin Newsom turns 55 this week, and Chevy Chase turns 79. Jesse Jackson turns 81 this week, and CC Winans turns 58. Teddy Riley turns 55 this week, and Mario Lopez, that's AC Slater. Mario Lopez turns 49. Grayson Allen turns 27 this week. And Tyler James Williamson, that's um, from the Searle Abbott. And Everyone Hates Chris. He turns 30. Um, uh, oh, Bella Hadid turns 26 this week. And Jacob Batalon. Jacob Batalon, he's from Spider-Man, Spider-Man's best friend. He turns 26. Um, finally, 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 um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. turns 48 this week. And Sharon Osbourne turns 70. Tony Shalab, that's Monk. He turns 69 this week. And finally, my little sister, Crystal Johnson, turns 36. And my big bro, David Johnson, he turns 43. All right. We have some honorable mentions. Charlton Heston passed away 2008, would have been 99 this week. Eddie Guerrero, 
Hall of Fame wrestler Eddie Guerrero passed away tragically in his hotel room from heart failure back in 2005. Would have been 55 this week. John Lennon. John Lennon passed away 1980. Would have been 82 this week. Legendary entrepreneur who made McDonald's expand to what it is today, Ray Kroc. Passed away 1984, would have been 120 this week. And finally, I try to tell you, try to tell you, from Chicago, Southside, Chi-Town, Bernie Mac, passed away 2008, would have been 65 this week. But that's all the birthdays we have this week, guys. Now, back to our show. He's got to play 30 plus minutes. We're paying him. This is going to be, this will definitely be interesting to see how this is going to work out with Russell on the team. So, yeah, man. We're going to have to keep keep an eye on this during during the preseason to see how how Ham kind of goes through this. The fact fact that you have uh, former league MVPs and all this other stuff playing in preseason, I don't remember this happening too often. Like, I mean, I guess they play spot minutes just to get a feel or whatever, but they play some pretty good minutes to start the game. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, it, it, the NBA itself is going to be intriguing. You got Scottie Pippen at the game watching his son playing as his ex-teammate and and, and Michael Jordan's son is banging his ex-wife. Um, man, that's <laughs> always fun. You know, man, that that's that's a tragedy that keeps on giving. Man, those, those bulls were dysfunctional, still won six. Goodness gracious. And, and yeah. God is good, only in America. But um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but the, the, real quick, because we're talking, we're talking ball. Um, speaking of ball, uh, Leangelo Ball looked like he finally got onto an NBA roster, playing with his baby brother Lamelo. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did hear about that. Good for him. Yeah, good. <laughs> good for him. I mean, good for him. <laughs> good for him. I mean, come on. Damn. You know what? Good for you. Yeah, good for him. I mean, come on. You know, give the guy a shot. He'll he'll be out of the league in a couple give it a month or two. Oh, come on. You said the same thing last year. You're so cold, man. You're like, you like, you like a Yeah, I mean look. Oh, that's your boy. I'd like to see him in the league. I, I would hit like the three. to see him in the league and just shoot. But come on, man. You know what it is. They they're doing him a favor. Invite him into camp, give him a little little spot and then make a little happy. Like, oh, make make yeah. make make big baller happy. Exactly. Just keep him quiet. Keep him happy. Give him a little shot. Dude, um, he's the best him. scorer in the entire family. He's the best shooter by far. And every team needs shooting. He doesn't have the defense, but he has a shooting. There's so, got to be something else because obviously he can shoot the ball. Yeah, he can but shoot the ball. But there's something else there. there he's lacking athleticism. Like yeah. That's it. And, and you know what's the saddest thing about it? That Lonzo had all the athleticism in his Yeah, knee. and he's always he hurt. Get right. He's always hurt. His knee can't. That, that's sad because I know a lot of Laker fans gave up Lonzo a hard time. I didn't. You know, I missed him it's, more. It's because it's, yeah, because he was the number two pick. But come on, man. The dude, what else do you want? The guy passes the ball, plays great defense. Great defense. Top three. You, you know, top three. The, the guy's long, lengthy. It's yep. just health. You know, at yep. the beginning, it was all mental. It was all in yep. his head. Yep. But once he got once he got word when he got traded to Charlotte, right? No, when New Orleans. Charlotte, uh, no New line. Orleans. Yeah, I get. I always get him confused. Um, he played very well, and they got his contract with Chicago. Yep. 
And they, they were bought. They were the number one team in the league until he got hurt. Yeah, until he got hurt. So yeah. hopefully that knee gets right. Well, in the know, East, not the league. They're number one in the East until he got hurt. In the East, East, correct. Yeah. But yeah, it sucks, you know. But and he's still hurt. They, they, they don't know when he's coming back. He just had a new procedure done like a week ago. Yeah, yeah, that's what they said. So Jeez. I think he'd be out with four to six weeks, they said. Or longer, dude. Or longer. Or yeah, longer, I, I easily. Don't... We don't know. They, they're, they're doing some test study on him. They, they, he, he can't even um, explode off of it. He, he can't bend it. Like, he's screwed. Yeah, they, he said he was having troubles, like, walking up and down. Uh, stairs. stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you can't do that, dude. You're not coming back in a month. No, dude, you might, yeah. you might, you might, uh, you know, Whatever he's not coming. I say he's out for at least half the season. He might come back around the All Star break, dude. Real talk. And the Bulls aren't doing anything without him. They're gonna have to start. They might have to trade Vucevic. Yeah, Tell they him. might have to make some moves. Yep. Yeah, they need to move. They got because Vucevic, he's all offense, but you need a, you need um, you need an interior defender like like what Cleveland's doing, what Cleveland did, and what they're doing is is key. The way they're doing with the, the, the two bigs, which is my name on Twitter. That's that's. That's the key, and that's why Cleveland's going to leapfrog over, which they did already, but they're going to continue to leapfrog over, and then they'll be a top four team in the East next year. Clearly, by add, adding uh, Donovan Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, it's crazy. That was, good, that was a really good trade for them. Oh, my God. That was a really good trade for them. Oh, my God. And then you still have the biggest, and and, and the guy who should have won uh, Rookie of the Year, um, what's the kid's name from USC? Real oh, quick. I got to bring this up just because we we're talking about these. Did you see the contract that Hero got? Tyler Hero? I did not. 120, 130 million <laughs> over four years? And you're complaining about Buddy Hill getting 22 million? Uh, he's way better than Buddy Hill. He does way more than Buddy Hill does. Buddy Hill, all he can do pull is up, shoot. Pull up the stats. Nope. I watched the game, damn it. Don't tell me no, no stats. No, 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 no. Don't no, no, tell no, me no stats. Pull up, pull up the stats. <laughs> nope, not pull, pull it up. Stats. You read them to me. Okay, let's pull these up. Let's see what Oops, their average Oops, was Oops, last Oops. year. Oh because, my God. But he's no, been no, in the league longer, just, too, by the way. No, just, I'm, my point is, and I, we had this talk a couple weeks ago. All right, so so that's the going team, rate. You said 20 plus million is going rate. 20 million is a three point shooter nowadays. But that's, that's more than 20, though. That's, that's, well, yeah, that's 30. Yeah, yeah exactly. He was making 22. Yeah, but this guy was six man of the year. Better. This guy was six man I'm of the year. Was outdoing. He he was playing like a starter, but he still has not put up starter numbers ever, ever. I don't have to look up a stat so to up. know that. I watched the games. So he averaged eighteen last year. No, no, but, but g- 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 so that's what else? What else? What else? Not just scoring. What does he does he I, pass? Does he rebound? Does he get any steals? Does he get blocked? Does he get anything else? What's his plus minus, which is the laziest stack ever created? But what's his plus minus? Does he is he affect winning? No. Everywhere he's been, the hey, team look, has got and, worse. And, no, that's the truth. Every team he's been yeah. on, the team has gotten worse. That's a fact. Hey, Tyler Hero actually averaged twenty. Yes, I know. I it's thought he I thought he was in that eighteen range as well. No, he went up last hey, year. He averaged twenty. He and bought he out last Good year. Good for him. Yeah, he, he still got overpaid, yeah, he, but it's like, you're going to lose 20. him. 20.7. The, the thing is, it's the going yeah, rate. You're going to lose him. 15.1 like, to 20.7. No. Yes. No, no, of course not. You have to keep him. But now that sets up Miami for a possible trade in the future, because that's now, the that piece that you can dangle out there in the trade. Like, I'd rather have Jordan Clarkson uh, than Tyler Hero. Surprised. I'd rather have Jordan Clarkson than Tyler Hero. Look at Jordan Clarkson's contract. I think Jordan Clarkson makes like 13 mil, 14 mil. Yeah, give me that contract. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but Mike, if we could sit here and put together a team uh, based on their contracts, we're going to pick the best <laughs> of the best, right? So, so, I mean, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You, I could see him as an actual piece to trade in the future, and that contract's going to come up somewhere well, there. Well, like he, was, he was on the block to be traded, but they were getting enough equal value. And, and then, obviously, you're right. I think the contract's gotten away because now the players they're going to want back in return make too much money. So you got to get that contract up there to where there. you can, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, so you, two, two years from now, three years from now, that's a trade piece. That my, and you know, Miami's always active. Yeah. They're always looking to make that big move. So let's keep an eye on the Nets trading away Durant. If they don't get anything done, he ain't going year, to Miami, bro. Stop it. No, I'm, I'm, no. But I'm oh. just saying, keep an eye. You know, Miami's always going to make that phone call. They're yeah, he, he ain't going to Miami, bro. Yeah, going to trade Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets' numbers are going the wrong direction. As the Lakers getting ran out the building in L.A. <laughs> but it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah, but but your players should be better than their players, and wins a win. Like I don't know, you're right. The 36ers from Australia blew out. I forgot who they blew out. They blew out a good the team. Suns. The Suns. The Suns, right? Yeah, yeah. the Suns. <laughs> blew them out by I, like 40. I actually think the Suns have some problems in that organization. I, we Besides all know their that. ownership. Yeah, no, but <laughs> okay. I'm saying as far as like their players, who was the, the, the guy that, uh, Crowder, right? It just has to get moved? Yeah. They're going to move yeah, him he too. Just, they're going to move him. So yeah. little, little stuff like that. Do you think that maybe CP3 is starting to become a dick in the locker room well no you know the funny thing is every time there's a huge racist owner and they're getting booed out of the league cp3 is at the center of it <laughs> true quick <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm, i don't know uh, but, i don't know like he's but, a dirty but, player too man that reputation like just like john stockton a lot of people don't know that go back yeah. and check the numbers john stockton was a dirty yeah, mofo he was dirty. also a point guard he was a point guard but he was a dirty mofo like gary payton said that's the one guy he didn't want to play against gary payton the glove he was afraid of jordan he wasn't afraid of kevin johnson he was afraid of magic johnson he didn't want to play against john stockton hmm. he didn't it was stockton was the guy he had golden interviews he said it people disrespect john stockton chris paul's the same help John Stockton never sniffed it. He went to the finals. I think what Chris Paul finally went to the finals and got beat. Yeah. So, yeah, th- 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 that he's never going to win. Just, I'm telling you, there's something there with Chris Paul. He's that type of guy that after a year or two, that locker room just starts rolling their eyes. And I think this is that year that the guys in that locker room are going to be like, tired of hearing his voice. Just, they, yeah, they're just, just, yeah. You just shut up and let him out. Yep, yeah, two of them out, bro. Them out, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with Phoenix. I mean, they're not doing a jack watt, man. We're going to revisit this in a few weeks when the season actually begins. Um, you know, we kind of we kind of ran through the tape today, but yeah, basketball is starting up, man. I'm getting excited because football football is exciting because there's a lot of parity and 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 like you said, there's so many two and two teams. No one could foresee that. It's very tight nip. The fact that there's so many two and two teams means the Raiders actually aren't out of it. <laughs> they're actually still in the thick of it, even though um, they're one and three. They win next week, and other teams lose. Those two, some of those two and two teams lose, and they're, they're back in it. No, I know, I know. The Raiders are in it. I'm, I'm just giving. I'm just trying to give people um, some some hope, so they don't think I'm a Raider hater when that's my favorite team. But I'm gonna hate on them. Right their now. year, their year is next year. Their year is next year. <laughs> I told everybody, so they're, they're gonna get a whole year under their belt. They're gonna be so bad. They're, they're gonna have a much favorable schedule next year and they're gonna be playing against a, a they're probably gonna play against the nfc north next year i believe i think the nfc north or nfc south is their division in the nfc next year and both divisions suck 
donkey booty. So um, it, it, next year will be a lot better. They'll play against the worst teams in AFC North, um, um, AFC, and they'll play against an inferior NFC NFC division next season. So there's, their record, will their, their schedule will be much easier, and that'll be their year. They'll probably put up 12 wins if they're healthy next year. So that's how I feel. But anywho, man, um, fi- final thoughts. Um, uh, have you been watching Legacy on Hulu? I've been watching that. It's pretty good. I'm at the park now where Kobe and Shaq have split up. Um, have you been watching that or anything? What have you been watching? I actually uh, just finished watching the last episode today. I haven't caught up. I haven't finished that episode. I, 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 what yeah, episode yeah. is that? You mean, oh, episode 10 is already aired? Oh, nine. So no, they, nine. It, goes, it goes to 10. It goes to yeah, 10. Yeah, it goes to 10. I haven't, got, I haven't gotten to nine. I'm finishing. I think I finished eight. I haven't gotten to nine yet. I don't believe. Yeah, you, you, you should watch nine. That's actually pretty good because it gets into the whole ownership between G, uh, Jimmy oh, and Jimmy Jeannie Jeannie. And everyone. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so getting closer there. I'm at the part where I'm, I, they still haven't got Powell yet. They're, they're, there's, this is the offseason where, where Kobe's deciding on, I need to get a Pelop out of here. So I, so I think you're, you're two behind. I, I believe you're two behind. I thought you're I was an eight. I might be in seven. I might be in seven. I thought yeah. I was an eight. But yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's interesting. It's interesting uh, that, um, what was it, on Hulu, right? It's on Hulu. Only on Hulu. Yeah, for it's on Hulu. Yeah, that's, um, that's a really good series. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't tuned in, and I know there's a lot of Clipper fans out there that are chirping, oh, you guys are, you know, stop talking about the past. Living in the past, you know, oh my God. Yeah, living <laughs> in the past. No, I mean, even if you're, you're a Clipper fan, you should actually uh, watch it. It's good for This, You know why? This is how you build championship. Oh, teach him. at all you Clipper fans. Yeah, suck it again. Hardware. <laughs> As Kawhi the cyborg comes back this year, y'all think you got something? The fact he's put on all that muscle does not help. We'll see. It makes it more rigid. He's probably more injury prone. We'll see. Um, I actually just told my buddy yesterday. He's a big Clipper fan. If they do not get it done this year, they're done. They got they they got to break them up. They got to blow they it up. Break those two but up. then, yep. but then who? who they're both on the wrong side of their career. Paul, their contracts are too hefty, and and they gave up five. What they gave up five players or, or five picks? Well, I can't they gave up so much to get Paul George. They gave up a haul for Paul George. Well, look, Rosey well, Gobert. So I actually I told my buddy right when Durant asked for that trade, I would have picked up that phone call. I would have if I was the Clippers, I would have picked it up and said, "Hey, what do you want for him?" Yep. What do you want for Durant right now? No one, no one even talked about the Clippers trading. No one even dude, mentioned. No it. one talked about it, and no one did. And nope. then that would have been the ideal landing spot for him. Yep. Why? Because you would have been able to keep one of the two stars. Yep. And then pair him up with Durant. And you keep, you know, you, and guess what? You keep the bigger star because he's coming off an injury. They get, the, the trade piece Correct. is Paul George, who had a great year you, last year. You would have traded George, and you would have traded a couple pieces there. Yep. My and you still got John Wall. Exactly. You still got John Wall. You still yep, exactly. <laughs> you still get John but like Wall. I said, stop. Yeah, so much depth too. Clippers have so much depth. Why would you not trade? And then you have one of the best coaches, top three coach in the league, in, in Teron Lue. You bring <laughs> the issue with the with, with the team last year is that you had a, your other co-star you couldn't be there. Kawhi's coming back healthy, and then you have Steve Nash, a novice head coach, who's one of the worst head coaches in the league. And you got Teron Lue, who's a championship head coach. KD is in the best situation. He'll be in the Western Conference Finals going against the, going against the Warriors again, easily. And that's box office. That's that's the Clippers dropping the ball on that. They not seeing it, picking up that phone, not seeing it because they don't get it. Seen, it's an organization. They, loyal. they don't. They, they don't get it. They were too loyal. Lakers would have done it. Jim Buss, Jerry Buss, Doctor Buss would have done it. Actually, look, look. I know a lot of Lakers fans 
don't really care for for Jim Buck. But you got to give him credit. Yeah, I for talent. <laughs> yeah, bite him. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. You got to give him credit on this particular move. You have to remember, it was him and Mitch Kupchak that mm-hmm. tried to trade Odom and Gasol. And Gasol, yeah. For, for Chris Paul. For, uh, Chris Paul. But when that was Chris a bad Paul move. Was at his prime. But it was, he, was at, he, he was at his prime. So it's not like they didn't go out there and get these pieces and players. Did they get some players that were washed? I believe they were part of that team that, that brought they got in. They got They didn't want no, to get no, no, Moscow, no. though. Before that, Howard. Oh, yeah. They got, he got, he got yeah. Howard and Nash. Nash. Yeah. And yeah. Nash, right? Yeah. So, okay. It just didn't work out. He did go make those moves. It didn't work out. Oh, well. He didn't, they, he didn't understand the but, politics. The reason why that deal got annexed is because they yeah. just came out of a meeting about stuff like that. He went and did it without any approval, just went ahead and just pulled the trigger with another dumb GM. And, and that's why I got annexed. And that, now you've soured the well. Now you your team is destroyed because now you lose Powell and Odom. And my thing is, why do you even try to trade Powell without consulting Kobe Bryant? His best friend on the team going to trade him? Like, dude, that was just, it was just, just not good. Odom's never been the same. No, you know, he, once he got traded to Dallas, he was he was not. Well, he, yeah, he, well, the, yeah, annex and he requested to leave, and they just they just sent him somewhere real quick, and he was fagging so much weight, and he was yeah, done. He, he was done. He he wanted to stay a Laker for us. Yeah, he and cried. He actually, he actually talks about it in the uh, legacy series. All right, yeah, let me so get to it, bro. Let me get to it, man. I'm way behind, man. You're way behind. You you run you, Mike, because because you know why. Because I'm self-employed and you own a business, it's a difference. You have leverage. You have to. You can manipulate time. I can. I have to earn every penny. Scratch it. I'm trying to get to your level, brother. I I own a company, but I'm the only one working for it right now. You have workers, bro. It's a difference. There's levels to this. You on another level, brother. I commend you. You gotta catch up, man. You gotta. Catch I'm up, trying, man. bro. Good. I gotta edit Series this show too, good. brother. I do. I'm doing everything on my own. I'm a one. I'm a one-man record crew, and I coach my daughter's soccer league. I'm a one-man wrecking crew, bro. You know, I'm I'm doing everything, but I'm trying. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, clone myself like Steve Urkel. I'm gonna make a Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making Stefan or Taylor. So, man. But hey, man, uh, that's our time. We went a little over, but I, I know you guys enjoyed it because you know when when Tony comes on, it's hot fire. And I know y'all love it, man. I, I appreciate you coming on again, brother. All good, brother. Talk to you later, Mike. Hey, where can people find you? Discount Audio and Wheels in Paramount. Discount Follow Audio Wheels. Yes, Discount Audio Wheels. I get all my stuff from there. Um, they hook you up with everything. What 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 do you got? What all do you guys do? Just shout it out. We got a couple minutes. Tires, car audio, a lot of accessories as far as lighting. So if you have a boat, we can do audio on boats, razors, Harleys, you name it. You name it. They do it all. And you guys even have a financing program too, right? Zero percent? Correct. No credit needed programs. All you need is an open checking account for 90 days. We'll get you approved. Get you some time with no interest. If you have good credit, we can get you up to 36 months no interest. Damn. With uh, a couple other finance companies. Synchrony. <laughs> Anyways. Ah, there you go. You know. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, brother. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, look forward to having you on later on the season, man. Y'all been listening to The Time Is Now. Have a great day, people. We do not own the rights to this music. Touch it, bring hey, yo, it, babe. Watch I told it, turn it, leave it, stop back fanatic. Touch it, bring okay. it, babe. Watch it, Remix. turn it, leave it, stop fanatic. See, now you know who the guard be. Back when in the city and you know who the squad be. Flip mode. Look, see, ain't nothing changed. No, I'm back with the remix. 
with the queen to the game. When you see me in the spot, just better respect it. Y'all already know when my rap ain't no reason to check it. And y'all know that you ain't with me just for the record. So instead, I'ma let Mary J. Blige come and set it. Now get low, Mary. Maybe you can guess who it is. Uh -huh. Mary J. Blige, I'm about to handle my biz. Uh -huh. I'm on my grown woman, still a rep for the kids in every hood. And all my people doing a Turn bit. Now you know who's really the queen, deliver the mail. 730,000 first week of my sales. The haters pop and they watch looking all pale. While I'm on a yacht overseas doing my nails. Get low, digger. Now he's sitting there looking stuck. He thinking cause he spent a little dough. I'm going If money ain't a thing, I'm saying let her know. Type the empty your account. How far are you willing Turn to go? Up. Now we hopping on a jet. He ain't wasting no time. Told me all expense paid. Any place I could find. Hit the islands in the winter. Tricking all on his dime. Ain't a shorty in the world. Better than mine. They wanna. Destruction of Planned Parenthood uh, offices, 
and you don't understand the wall that we're going to build on the southern border of the United States, you haven't read the book The Birth Dearth by Ben Wattenberg. Ben Wattenberg was a brilliant Jewish man who was a member of the American Enterprise Institute, and he wrote a book, the first paragraph of which says, the main problem confronting the United States today is there aren't enough white babies being born in this country. He was an advisor to presidents of the United States. He wrote the book in 1987. He says, there are, if we don't change this and change it rapidly, white people will lose their numerical majority in this country and this will no longer be a white man's land. Now, I'm not misrepresenting this. I'm telling you exactly, almost exactly what he says. He says there are three things we can do to solve this. Number one, we could pay women to have babies as they have been doing in Western European nations for years. Then he says, and these are his words, not mine, unfortunately, we would have to pay women of all colors to have babies, so we don't want to do that. He says the second thing we could do is increase the number of legal immigrants that are allowed into this country every year. Then once again he says, unfortunately, the vast majority of those wanting to come to this country today are people of color, so we don't want to do that. The third thing he says, and white men, women had better pay attention to this, 60% of the fetuses that are aborted every year are white. If we could keep that 60% alive, that would solve our birth dearth. Does that sound like racism to you? Can you talk a little bit about the trauma associated with? The trauma associated with it? Yeah. One of the main traumas is it tells white people that they are superior because of the lack of melanin in their skin. And then they find out suddenly that we've got a black president. That's traumatic. That's where their trauma is. Living a lie, finding out the truth is traumatic. Finding out now recently that within 30 years, white people will be in the numerical minority in this country is going to be traumatic. White people are scared to death right now, particularly white males. They're scared to death that they are going to lose their power in the future. And they are. But if you want to get ready for the future, if you want to be treated well in the future, treat others well in the present. What we do in the present constructs the future. We called the Japanese, and you'll pardon me, but this is what we called them, slant-eyed little yellow mm -hmm. We didn't say that about the Germans. After the war, we rebuilt Germany and Japan, and we get along beautifully with the Japanese. That was in 1945 that we finally won that war. How, ma how many years ago was that? Figure that out quickly. I'm not a math person, but... You're not a math time. person, but you know it wasn't that far. Right. And it didn't take 50 years for us to, to have peace with the Japanese and the Germans, even though, even though we dropped two atomic bombs on Japan. The Japanese hadn't killed 10 million people. Nowhere near that. We didn't drop any bombs on Germany. We, any, any atomic bombs on Germany, they were a different kind of people. We couldn't afford to do that. We killed how many Japanese people with two atomic bombs? And they forgave us. You want to talk about forgiveness? You want to talk about changing this thing? I cannot understand how Japanese people can stand the sight of any of us, and yet they do. I cannot understand why black people who have been subjected to the ugliness that they've been subjected to in this country can get up every morning and go to work among us and not be absolutely furious. And I don't understand why we allow white people to behave the way they do. I don't understand that. And my third graders, after they'd gone through the exercise, couldn't understand it and wouldn't tolerate it. And when they went up to junior high and a junior high teacher used the N-word, one of my, my former students said, if you're going to use that word, I'm going to go out in the hall until you stop using it, because we don't use that word in this school. That was a, sixth, a seventh grader who told his teacher off 
when we have enough students who are willing to confront people who are making racist, sexist, ageist, homophobic statements, we're going to be better off. We have got to stop tolerating the intolerable. If it's intolerable for my black cousins, and every black person on this earth is one of my cousins, if it's intolerable for them, it's intolerable for me. I will not tolerate it. I will not tolerate it. That is not that. I am required not to tolerate that kind of treatment for the people who are related to me. And that's every person on the face of the earth. If your ignorance is such that you'll mistreat somebody because of your ignorance about the color of their skin, don't do it around me. Number one, I've been threatened with death lots of times. Now I say, go for it, fool. My husband died four years ago. Being with him would not be a bad thing for me. Death is not the worst thing that can happen to you. Living a worthless, useless life is much worse than dying. Mm. You know, um, the funny thing is, every week, there's always something I can talk about. There's always something that's going to get my goat about something. A lot of times, because I watch so much basketball or football or sports in general, but I can do a whole soapbox on sports, but I usually get some of that off doing the regular segments. So when it's things that's going on that's percolating in my mind when it pertains towards things in just life, some things that spin off from sports, you know, and I'm just looking at the dynamics of things and who knows, probably a lot of the things I'm about to talk about won't do a damn thing, but at least I can get it off my chest, right? Because I look at sports and that's what this show is all about, is that we take the the things that happen in sports and apply it to everyday life. So when I see things happening with Sarver, the president or the owner, the majority owner for the Suns, carrying on for 18 years, these things, these charges, these 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 allegations, these the the, the testimonies, the, the 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 research, what have you, these incidents were happening for almost two decades. Most of the players in the NBA weren't even around. Just LeBron and Chris Paul, maybe a couple, and and, and uh, what's his name over there in Miami Heat, Udonis Haslam. I think that's it. We're not even around when this guy took over the Phoenix Suns and then the Phoenix Mercury as well. To get away with saying such slander and racial slurs and and, and misogynistic things and so forth, and he was able to still keep the team. And now this is the kicker. This is the kicker. Oh, it's so bad, and he and he wanted to be uh, uh, like someone who says oh, I'm a Christian man and this and that. I, I I thought I had it somewhere. I could have sworn I had it um, where the statements that he made. I mean, I'm, I have to pull it up before I continue because it was just shocking to me for him to just pretty much take no culpability of his actions. He just wanted to make it seem as if he was the victim. And you know what? Of course, of course, I, I deleted it. I thought I had it, but obviously I deleted it not too long ago, obviously, because it was there. But neither here nor there. I probably still have it. I just don't see it. But it's neither here nor there when it comes to um, the situation with Sarver. And the fact that he still gets to sell the team and profit from it. He still gets to profit from owning the team because he's going to sell the team and make billions of dollars not millions actually i do have it 
this is what Robert Sarver said. He said it's like over a week ago. He says, but in our current unforgiving climate, it has become painfully clear that it is no longer possible that whatever good I have done or could still do is outweighed by things I have said in the past. For those reasons, I am beginning the process of seeking buyers for the Sons of Mercury. He wanted to come off as if he was the person that's being persecuted here. Like it, like, like, it, like it was a witch hunt. 18 years. Now, we can't say like he did hire black coach and black GM and who were former players. He did all that fun stuff. That's great. He gave opportunities to people who actually deserved it. That's the thing. The fact that we have to go out of our way to give kudos to someone to do what they're supposed to do. That just goes to show you how the the, the, the the dynamics in this world. We still are congratulating first this, first that. This is 2022, and we still have to acknowledge if someone's the first black this, first black that, first female this, first female that. That's how far back we are. Now, last week, we did talk about how the women's rights are in Iran or, or, or lack thereof. So we know we're not just happening in this country here. However things have to get better here for this man to go through all these different things and this is what happens at this late stage in the game and we see what happened to Ima Edoka well we know what it is they said it was a consensual relationship consensual is a key word here is he a slime ball because he cheated on Nia Long everybody wants to harp oh it's Nia Long it's Nia Long you can't do that to Nia Long she's a national treasure I heard through the grapevines that she's a freak they may have an open relationship, which is why he did it to so many people, which is why he was, from the, what the rumors say, allegedly, he slept with several married women on the staff. And you say, why on the staff? Because that's what's convenient. Where's he supposed to find other booty? He was going to go on, 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 on whatever. And then he's looking at it like, you're married, I'm married, so we have the same thing to lose. We're equally yoked, so to speak. Y'all, y'all looking through this through different lenses. He's like... I'm married, my wife, and y'all don't know his wife could be down with it. The rumors are that she's a freak. She, she's, she's an exhibitionist. Y'all don't know. You know what's going on in their bedroom. Who knows? Who knows? They're, they're probably mad that it came out. And the thing is, the woman was consensual with him. That don't mean that their husbands knew, and there lies the problem. You, allegedly, there's a white woman and her white husband who is someone who is above Udoka. And when a white man is scorned, Lord help us all. Because for some reason, penalties always seem to be trumped up higher for that of people with more melanin than for what? What is the fear? Now, I'm not trying to attach my wagon to Udoka. I'm just making a parallel because of the dynamics in, in, in the same sport. One, it's, 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 it's easy to see the dynamics because what many people have said, things like this have been going on in the, in the NBA, NFL, MLB, soccer circles, hockey circles forever. But when have we ever seen this? What, why was that white man's ego so fragile that he made it go public? Because this is how, this all happened back in June, July. Why did it come out now? Because this, someone else released it. And the team, the organization, would not. Not directly. Because it affects them as well. And why? The, and the reason why they're holding on to him and giving him stiffer penalties by keeping him on board, by not letting them go, that is part of the penalty. It's like, I'm going to bleed you slow because you decided to sleep with one of our white women. That's what the issue is. It's this fear of the black man. This fear. I'm going to make you pay. I remember back when I was a kid in school, when they used to paddle us in school, and I always remember it was it was a white principal and a bunch of black kids in the middle of Compton. You have a white principal in Compton beating the crap out of little black kids. Look at that dynamic. Look, Paint that picture. 
used to beat the crap out of me. And then we had the assistant principal, or, or I forgot it was Dean or whatever. His name was Mr. Garvey. I'll never forget. Buffed up black dude. So I hate when he used to pat on me. But there was a principal who used to say, you do it. Like, here, boy. He was like a chicken George. Here, boy, you do it. I'm tired. My arms are tired. He was an older white guy. He used to have them beat my butt. Guess what? They're bringing that back in schools these days. They're bringing, they're bringing paddling back. Just paddle my daughter see what happens. This one girl talked smack about her mother, and I was ready to blow up the school. Paddle my daughter see what happens. And I'm trying to figure out for years, what is it with white people and black people? Why, really white men and black men, what is it? What, what is this fear? Where does it come from? Because it seemed like they could be cool with everyone else. It seemed like they'd be cool with this and cool with that. And, and if you notice, they're the ones who like to explore. And they're the ones who trust so much. They trust all the animals and run while their face gets ripped off. Like, oh, oh, why did, why did that lion attack me? Why, why did you... Oh, it's a pretty lion. Oh, what, what, what's wrong? Why are you so angry? And they trust the lion. Oh, look at that. It's a cobra constructor. I'm going to go pet it. Like, it's the most venomous snake in the world. It's a black bomba. I'm going to go pet it. Like, what? It, for some reason, they don't have the fear of these animals. They love to come up to a bear and pet it. Lions, tigers, oh my, snakes. They go into the sea to explore. They're the most exploratory people that you see. Black people are always afraid of their own shadow. Oh no, I don't know what that is. I'm not gonna touch it, I respect it. We respect the animals like, oh, no, we're not gonna do it. So we respect all creatures and they sit there and they want to tame them all. That's a big thing for them. They tamed a horse, we didn't. They want to tame them all. Use it to their advantage. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Because the one creature who's always at the front of the line, the picket lines, and they feel like they can never completely control. The one creature, the one animal that always seems to continue to try to buck their system. Maybe as they know the truth of the power of the melanin, they say the way to keep the people ignorant is to hide it in literature, keep them ignorant, change their names, unroot them from their history. Make sure you colonize all the areas so you can keep your thumb on top of them so they can never rise up again. Because you know in their history that their, their power is unbound. The people who created mathematics that controls everything. The people who, con who created engineering. The people who are the strongest people on this earth, the fastest, the strongest, the smartest. Keep your thumb on them and keep them ignorant. Have them entertain you. Whether it's comedy or sports, whatever. Reduce them to the smallest bit of their capabilities. Teach them to hate each other, to kill each other. Let them rank against each other. Let them become crabs in a barrel. Do this. Never let them know what their true power is. Because we know something that they don't know. And that's why we fear them. And that's why we continually hate them. And do everything we can to make things harder for them. Wake up. Wake up. Have to learn from your mistakes with others. We're not lived long enough to correct your own. Time for change. Change is now. Until next time.
That's it this week, guys. Another great week. Another great show. All right. Once again, shout out, shout out to my boy, Tony, for stopping in and blessing us with his time. Um, the music choice this week was Touch It, the remix by Buster Rhymes and everybody else that was in that song. Go ahead and give that song some streams and go ahead and knock that one out. Remember, if you like the show, like it. And of course, of course, share. And of course, of course, subscribe. Now it's time for your final word. To humans belong the plans of the heart. But from the Lord comes the proper answers of the tongue. All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. The Lord works out everything to its proper end, even the wicked for a day of disaster. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord, evil is avoided. When the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. But a little with righteousness, then much gain with injustice. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Proverbs 16, 1 through 9. Remember, spread love, share love, embrace love, for God is love. Until next time. Peace. To sing ahead, and you'll be inspired to reach higher and higher.